Now we're moving on to the main event for the evening, Between the Decks. Last time on Between the Decks, Lieutenant Yelani Gorsh was sent on an away mission to the planet Bermferky Jerpt. Things went sour. The giant spider scorpion wasp wolverines are attacking! Ah! Meanwhile, back on the starship the USSSSS Icarus, an X-Class research and or destroy vessel, science officer Cormelia Sims awaited her lover's return. Come back to me, my precious Yolani. I never knew life until I knew you. Every away mission you go on, my heart breaks. I wait at the window of the X-Class research and or destroy vessel USSSSSS Icarus, hoping for any news. I know. One of these missions will be your last, and I will just die. But what happens when Gorsht doesn't return from the mission? Tonight on Between the Decks. Someone in another room, coughing up a lung. <coughs> oh, my dear, precious Yolani, how could they return without you? You were my one true love. I am beside myself with pain and sadness. I fear that I will have to drive this science mechanism into my heart to stop the pain. Science mechanisms can be awfully sharp, you know. Of course, that would mean abandoning my co-workers studying the Talmuthian crystals found on the planet below and their possibly life-changing properties. Ah! I just don't know what to do. Cormelia. Ah! Gorsht, my love, they told me you died down on the planet. I didn't see you when the shuttle docked. What happened? How are you still alive? Well, that's just the thing, Cormelia. I'm not Yelani. I'm Yelani's identical twin. Sibling. Zelani. Yes, we look alike and sound alike. Some people tell us we even make love alike. <laughs> though I wouldn't know, even though we're step-twins, and it's not technically against Space God's law. Of course, we also love alike. I don't think I understand. Yolani never mentioned having a twin. Well, Yolani has always been embarrassed by me. Despite being alike in every way, I was far more alike than Yolani. <laughs> the intensity of my alikeness was often too much for Yolani to handle. But the important thing is that, just like Yelani, I love you, Cormelia. Zelani, I don't know what to say. You look exactly like Yelani, and you sound exactly like Yelani. From the swagger in your walk and the length of your fingernails, I imagine you make love exactly the same as well. But I love Yelani, and you are not Yelani. We are more alike than you might realize. Identical step-twins, I think I'm caught up. Ever since Yelani fell in love with you, I have loved you. Perhaps it has been from afar. Perhaps it has been from the other side of the mess hall. Perhaps it has been from the air vent above your bed. No one can fit in the air vents. Can we, can we stop with that trope already? I have memorized every interaction you have ever had with my sibling. It is as if I am actually Yelani as well. And now that Yelani is gone, I can't let you feel this pain. I will be Yelani. For you, Cormelia. 
That all sounds very romantic and very hot, but I just don't know. You are a different person, after all. Only in barely measurable ways. But different is... different. Come now, Cornelia! Are you the same person you were when you woke up this morning? Well, probably yes. Are you the same person you were ten years ago? Well, not exactly. My beloved, stop trying to intellectualize everything. Try to think with your stupid heart and your dumb sex organs. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. It's true that I am a brilliant thinker, truly renowned in my field of space crystallology. It is also true that my heart and sex organs are very stupid. (laughs) Perhaps then, just a kiss will tell us all we need to know. My lips are also quite foolish at times. Yes, I think I will base this decision on that. That settles it. You are Yelani. Yes, mostly. (laughs) It's like my sorrow has completely lifted. How wonderful. What is happening here? What is the meaning of this? Another step twin? A step triplet? No, (laughs) it is I, Yelani. But how? My companions on the planet's surface thought that I was gone for good, so they left me there. But I was able to befriend the giant spider scorpion wasp wolverines on a Burfumkegurpt. <laughs> I learned their ways. I talked my way out of trouble, and I built a makeshift space shuttle out of scattered debris with my amazing science brain. <laughs> <laughs> I returned to find you here, locking foolish lips with none other than Zelani, my evil step twin. <laughs> Evil? Dear sibling, you know that I cannot be an evil step twin. Oh, we are too alike for that. I am confused. I love you, my dear. I fought through hell to be reunited with you. Please, step away from my evil step twin. Yes, I will do that. But be careful, my love. Now that you are standing an equal distance from myself and my step twin... Can you tell us apart any longer? Oh dear. (laughs) I cannot. But my clothing is in tatters. I I smell as though I spent a week on an uninhabitable planet. My step twin is fresh and neatly dressed. Yes, but which one of you was lost on the planet again? It would appear that my eyes have grown quite unintelligent. It was me on the planet! Right. And, and the one I love is... Uh, me! Us! Us? <laughs> I remember there being only one of you. Dear sibling, might I suggest that the simplest way to resolve our current predicament is to both date Camellia. A love triangle? No, step twin. A complete triad. For you and I can also date... Space law does not prohibit it on account of us being step-twins, and the current interpretation of space god's law is mostly okay with it, as long as we tithe. How, how exactly does that work, by the way? Identical? That matters not, my love. My sibling makes 
Perhaps a decent argument. We could all date. I must admit that I feel my sexual organs becoming dumber by the second, but <coughs> I don't know. I'm sorry to both of you. I will need some time to think. Music effects. Some fucking music. Also, previously on Between the Decks, Lieutenant Red McGuffin returned from an away mission to the planet Nemonis. Captain tells me you got a bit of a bump on the head, Lieutenant. That's right. At least... I think that's what happened. Well, go ahead and take a seat up on the examination grid here and we'll see what we can see. All right. There's laser scanning sounds and some beeping. Hmm. What? What is it? Am I... am I going to be okay? Uh, we're going to have to take some more scans before I can be certain. Be certain of what, Doctor? Lieutenant, this might come as a shock, but... <laughs> you appear to be suffering from translobal equilibrizating polymenosis. We need to run some more tests right away. But, Doctor... Now, get in the MRI chamber. Move it. Move it. Move it. Okay, okay, I'm going. There's the sounds of an MRI machine and or avant-garde dubstep. Um, doctor. Quiet, Lieutenant McGuffin. This is a very serious, delicate machine. I'm, I'm sorry, doctor. Now, Lieutenant, I'm going to ask you some questions. Uh, all right, doctor, I'm, I'm ready, doctor. Good, good. Now, can you tell me where you are? In an MRI machine. Good. What's the captain's name? It's, it's... Oh, my head! It's Captain Amayad, but that's close enough. What year is it? What's your name? My... my name? I... I... I'm... I'm not sure! It's just as I feared. Who said that? <laughs> Lieutenant McGuffin, I'm not sure how to tell you this, but you appear to be suffering from amnesia. What? Amnesia! No! Even more last time on Between the Decks. Hi, I'm Smythe John. I'm <laughs> new. Oh, you're so... <laughs> Rugged. I am, and I'm in love with you, Violet Lovestrong. Run away with me, Violet. With me, Smythe John. I love you with a love that cannot stay confined between these decks. <laughs> no, we can't. Why shouldn't we? Oh, Smythe. <laughs> yes, that is my name. My normal human name. <sighs> We can't be together. Is it because we met no longer than two space minutes ago? Is it because the light doesn't reflect in my human eyes? Is it because I don't eat, sleep, or breathe? Is it because the sound of my approach mimics the slap of octopus tentacles on bare tile, popping and squelching with disparate regularity? Or am I just too handsome? It's because I'm not Violet Lovestrong. I'm actually Olivette Stronglove, Princess 
of planet Acacia and Eris to the throne. Princess of Acacia? On the USSSSSS Icarus? Yes, it is true. Oh, hold me, Smythe. Your embrace is so comforting. Like... Indescribable, isn't it? No, it's perfectly describable. You make me feel whole, Smythe. Oh, Violet. Or should I say, Olivet? Oh, please call me Violet. Not a soul knows I'm here except for you. Tell me everything. I shouldn't. Okay. (laughs) I was set to be married to a Lord Runcible. He was a horrible beast of a man, not like you, Smythe John. No matter how cold or lifeless the touch of your skin may be, Runcible, he... He's only marrying me for my money and title and my power. You mean like a standard marriage between royalty? (laughs) I couldn't marry him, so I ran and joined the crew here. I'm still a junior science officer in training, but I don't intend to return home to Acacia. I'm making a name for myself here on the USSSSSS Icarus. No matter the consequences, but that's why I can't be with you. I'm a liar and a fake. You deserve better than that, Smythe John. Violet, I... You're ashamed of me. I know. You, who has no need to hide your identity, nothing to lie about. You are who you say you are, and I... I am nothing but a monster in human skin. I... I'm sorry, Smythe. (laughs) Olivet, we are not so different. We are simply... Normal human beings. 